0: You know you are capable of more, because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Storch Show. Let's go. Well, hello, 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 everybody. Happy Friday, if you are listening to this on a Friday, but you might be listening to it on another day. Doesn't really matter because today is a great day for you to learn and grow. It's also a great day for us all to come together, to starve our fears, to follow our dreams, and to pursue truly fulfilling our potential. And that is what this show is all about. Uh, If you have been listening for a while, you know that I am all about uh, sharing great interviews and knowledge and thoughts that I have uh, with all of you as well as learning uh, from everyone in my network and my community and uh, continue to share that with each other and to challenge each other to get better every day. And today, my episode, my thoughts, my question for you is about time and are you spending your time wisely? I don't mean just right now. Are you spending your time wisely by listening to this when you could be doing something else? But I mean asking that question on a regular basis. Am I spending my time wisely? And I'll tell you why I bring that up. There's a few reasons. Uh, Number one, when you really think about your life and you think about everything that's going on, if you're an ambitious person, uh, we're all in different uh, financial situations, uh, different situations with our families and with our jobs and our businesses and all those sorts of things. But the longer you live, the more you kind of realize that uh, money will come and go. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity to make more money as you get into business. And it's almost an infinite resource that is available um, as you learn and you continue to find new ways uh, to make more money. And trust me, I'm not someone that has plenty just yet. I'm definitely working on that. Um, but I feel my the momentum shifting and my business growing and things getting better and the potential to make more money um, getting bigger. But here's the thing. You've heard that money can't buy happiness. And I think happiness comes more from how you're spending your time. And time, at the end of the day, is actually the limited resource that we need to be more focused on because that's something that once you spend it, you cannot get it back. You can spend all your money. You know, we, we will talk on this show and I talk to friends about, uh, you know, having a find a good budget Spending your money wisely, investing in yourself, investing in your future, you know not blowing money on uh, a new car when you can drive an older car and spend that money in, in more important places all that stuff is important but here 's the thing you could blow all your money on a really expensive car, you could spend it all on an expensive dinner, and even though you really can 't afford it, and you can still find a way to go out and make more money right I could blow you know i 'm thirty eight years old i 've got a pretty good uh, Amount of retirement savings I could go blow all of that and um, you know buy a helicopter or something I don't know something ridiculous right and it would be unwise but I could also go out tomorrow and probably start some crazy Facebook ads campaign and go make it all back uh, like some people do in a short amount of time now it's probably unlikely but the point is that you can always there are ways to make that money back but I cannot get the time back that I've spent uh, unwisely, if you'll say. Or anyway, right? You cannot get your time back once you've spent it, and we have a limited amount of time on this earth. And now some of us are, like me, (laughs) a little obsessed with living life um, properly, being healthy, and getting the most out of that time, and also extending that time, right? Because I feel like if I eat healthy, if I exercise, if I sleep enough, uh, then I'll be able to extend the time that's given to me or live longer than others or the average lifespan. Uh, But at the same time, we have a limited amount of time, right? We're not going to live forever. We are going to die. On average, we're probably going to live 75 to 80 years. Some of us are going to live 50. Some of us are going to live 90 years. We don't really know how long that's going to be. What we do know is that we have today, that we hopefully have tomorrow, and that we can take advantage of that time by, spending it with family and friends by uh, investing in ourselves by doing things that are fulfilling and enjoying, uh, enjoying, <laughs> doing things that uh, bring us joy, and doing things that help us move further in life. And I have become almost obsessed with this idea of using my time wisely, and it's not that I'm hyper-focused on being productive with every moment because I certainly go out and have fun and do some leisure activities, especially with my family, and I relax from time to time. But I'm also thinking all the time about, am I using my time wisely? What are the things that I could be doing? And, uh, you know, is what I'm doing prudent? And I'm also looking at what other people are doing. And I'm trying to do that without casting judgment. But it's easy to look around and see how people are spending their time and almost wasting it away, if you will. So, The amount of time people spend watching sports, uh, watching Netflix, watching any type of entertainment on TV that is not educational or that is not, you know, helping them grow or learn is massive. And I used to be part of that group. I used to do that. Uh, When I think back to my earlier days, especially in my 20s, when Courtney and I moved to LA uh, back in 2003... Uh, I was really into sports growing up, and uh, one of my dreams <laughs> one of my dreams growing up was to have season tickets to a sports team and uh, that actually seemed like a pretty ambitious dream because uh, tickets cost a lot of money right You have to live in a big city where there 's games and you have to have the money and the freedom to be able to go to those and But how wonderful would that be to be able to ha- afford and have the money and the freedom to go to a whole bunch of sports games, especially baseball games, I loved baseball, uh, and just sit there and enjoy those games, and that seemed like the great life, right, when I was growing up, like, what, I, was amb- I was ambitious, but what was I seeking, um, a great job, good pay, and the ability to go watch sports, and a lot of people uh, are in the same boat, a lot of people are still uh, in that place, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think I've grown beyond that, but here's the thing, <clears throat> I achieved that goal. Because uh, shortly after moving to L.A., uh, I met my friend Sean Galt, who became a business partner of mine. I discovered that I could buy season tickets to the L.A. Dodgers. And by the full season, I could go to about 20 games and sell the rest and make my money back and essentially be going to baseball games for free. It was really uh, such a great hack. You know, people call those things hacks these days, but really it was just a great way to go see baseball. And I started doing that and accumulating tickets. It actually turned into a business, uh, where we started accumulating a lot of uh, season tickets to sports teams. And at one point, I think I had 24 season tickets to the Dodgers. Uh, but I, I didn't just have them for the business. I had them to go. And so we used to go to about 20 games a year. And, and, that, and that was an experience, right? Experiences are worth more than just sitting around passively doing things. I remember going to a lot of games with, with Courtney and also bringing friends and uh, you know, almost being kind of like, a here's a cool... Uh, date if you will or experience that we can take friends out with us and um, they can come for free because I have four tickets available anytime Um, and you know they'll buy us dinner or something because we're giving them tickets and we got to catch up and it was a great networking experience great way to get to know people um, was to sit at baseball games where you know they move slow and there's plenty of time to talk and and chit chat and think about things Uh, but here's the thing we probably went to about 20 games a year. The Dodgers and every team play 162 games a year, and I used to try to watch all the rest of them on television. So every night I would tune in and watch the games, and uh, I can't believe that that Courtney put up with this. You know, me wa- wanting to watch so much baseball. I used to record them on the DVR and watch them like on fast forward if I didn't have time to watch the whole game. And now I look back on that and, you know, I was enjoying it at the time and I thought it was important to watch all these games because I was such a big fan. And now I look back on that and think, my gosh, how much time did I spend watching baseball when at the end of the day, none of it mattered. I mean, it didn't uh, help me grow. It didn't advance me in any way. I didn't really get that much out of it other than a little bit of an enjoyment And when you really think about it, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about this uh, and looking at the gain or loss from watching sports, because I used to be such a huge sports fan, and I don't know when I woke up to the idea of it being, uh, you know, sort of a time waster, I started eliminating sports slowly, I think it started with the NFL, because I grew up a big college football fan, and I would watch college football on Saturday, and I wasn't that big of an NFL fan but I would still watch the NFL on Sunday because that's what you did if you're a you know 25-year-old dude in America uh that's that's the thing you do and you go with your friends and you watch but now your your whole weekend is shot watching football and so at some point I eliminated the NFL and said I'm not going to watch this anymore I'm going to do other things on Sunday this is ridiculous I don't even care about the NFL and that actually became like one of my I realized, <laughs> I realized much later in life, especially most recently, that my personality is one of a rebel, that I like being a rebel and going against culture and rules and challenging the norm. I didn't realize that then. I think that was part of it that you know, I almost took pride in going to people and saying, no, I don't watch the NFL because that's the most popular sport. That's what everybody watches. They sit around on Sundays. And so I would say, oh, I don't, you know, the only NFL game I watch all season is um, the Super Bowl. And I stopped playing fantasy football, which I was one of the earliest people, one of the earliest adopters of fantasy football going back to uh, the late 90s when it first started, uh, early 2000s. Uh, but I, I, I quit that and uh, realized how much time I got back to do other things when I did that and when I stopped watching football. And um, eventually uh, we moved to San Francisco in 2011 and I decided to stop watching baseball. And I wasn't going to try to watch the Dodger games from there. And I didn't care about the Giants, who were the local team. So I stopped watching baseball. And then I realized, you know, I have all this time. First of all, I can watch shows with Courtney, which she enjoys more. And it brings us closer together. Um, But I can spend that time doing other things. And so I started eliminating other sports. I stopped saying, oh, I I really need to watch. I'm not that much of a basketball fan, but I have to watch the playoffs, right? And I have to watch the NBA finals, right? Um, And I have to watch every Gator game because I went to the University of Florida. So I try to watch every Florida football game and every Florida basketball game that's on TV. And I started eliminating those things one by one until I got to a point about four or five years ago, uh, especially the time that we had our first daughter, our first kid, and we moved back to Orlando. And I had eliminated all this stuff, except for uh, Florida football games. That's the last thing that I still uh, watch consistently. And you're talking about uh, 10 Saturdays a year for about three hours. So not a ton of time in the grand scheme of things. But And I don't watch the other games around. it. I don't watch game day anymore on Saturday morning, which I used to watch every morning. I'd get up and turn on game day, which started at 10 Eastern or 7 Pacific time when we lived on the West Coast and watch that and then watch football games and watch the Gator game and then watch the games after that. Your whole day is shot. And and what do you get from that? That's the question, Uh, especially if you're someone who still enjoys watching sports and you're listening to me now thinking, you know, screw this guy. Like I get enjoyment out of watching sports. Like I have to follow my team. I have to follow the other teams. I have to know what's going on. Uh, in the playoffs because I've got to talk to my colleagues at work the next day. Think about what you really get out of it. I mean, certainly there is the entertainment in the moment. We're all looking for, quote, entertainment, things to entertain us and keep us busy, if you will, whether it's Netflix or sports or games on our phone or whatever it is, but you really don't get that much out of it. When you think about uh, professional sports, for instance, the NBA or the NFL, there's about 30 teams. And at the end of every season, 29 out of 30 teams end their season in disappointment. Right? Very rarely are you satisfied with a team that doesn't win the championship. Now, you may have had a really bad year the year before. You know, let's say your your NFL team went 1-15, and and the next year they go uh, 10-6 and and just missed the playoffs, and you think, well, that was a good year, we're making good progress, maybe you're satisfied with that. But... Deep down, you're not really satisfied with that. You're jealous of the Patriots fans or, you know, whoever that just won, uh, the Eagles fans that just won the championship, right? Because you wish that your team was better and that they won the whole thing because that's your team and that gives you pride and boosts your ego that you're rooting for the team that won the championship and then everyone hates you, (laughs) right? So... 29 out of 30 teams, or I think the NFL has 32 teams, so 31 out of 32 teams end their season in disappointment. And the team that wins, you get very little time to enjoy that because if you really pay attention to what's going on in sports and the cycle, the hype cycle, if you tune on ESPN, which, by the way, I stopped watching SportsCenter years and years ago. I don't watch ESPN at all. I consider ESPN to be on the same level of CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC that they are complete time wasters who will rot your brain. Cable news, I try to avoid all those things. I recommend you do as well. But, you know, I go to the gym on a regular basis, and they usually have ESPN on. You can see the headlines going on. Um, And I used to listen to one podcast, uh, Pardon the Interruption, for many years. Um, I love that show. That's an ESPN show, and it was my way of keeping up what was going on with sports until I finally cut it out probably about four or five years ago. But um, if you pay attention, a team wins the championship, and the very next day, all the talk is about, well, are the players coming back? Can they repeat? What are the power rankings for next year? Who's, you know, who's going to win next year? What are the odds to win next year? It's almost like there's no time to actually sit back and enjoy the championship you just won because we're already talking about next year and what's going to happen. Like No one sits back and thinks, well, wow, th- you know, this was a good season. No, it's, it's already on to the next one. And maybe the players are actually sitting around and enjoying it and partying and celebrating. I don't know. You don't get to be with them because we're not the players, we're the fans. And what does that mean? That means that you are sitting around, spending your time, living and dying, having, on an emotional roller coaster, based on what other people do and their lives. And when they lose the game, they go home and they might not even think about it again but you're all torn up. You're disappointed. You're, your ego is hurt because the team that you rooted for, not you, you were not out on the field. The the These other men, mostly men, right, that you don't even know lost a game, sometimes even because of a decision of one other man, a referee, right? And you are just devastated or disappointed about it. And I used to get so worked up and emotional and, and upset when my team, especially the Gators, uh, would lose a big game and uh, would ruin me for like a few days. And it's just silly, right? I mean, those guys bounce back and, uh, and move on to the next one. And I'm focused on uh, them, right? So I started eliminating a lot of sports, like I said, thinking about how I'm spending my time using it in a productive way. And now I'm, I'm down to just watching. Uh, like I said, about ten Gator football games a year. Probably they actually have thirteen if they make a bowl game. Uh, but I usually miss a couple later in the season, like I did this season. And whether they win or lose, I'm not. I'm not that worked up about it, right? It doesn't. It doesn't affect me because it's not my life. It's. Uh, it's enjoyment, and certainly I still take pride in how well they're doing. And uh, I'm, but I'm slowly moving away from that. I haven't watched any of the basketball games. I just. I feel like at my point in life, 38 years old, two kids, building a business, there are so many things that I want to do, so many books I want to read, so much content I want to put out there on social media, so many clients I need to call, uh, so many things I still need to learn and get better at. There just are so many better ways for me to spend my time. And so I had to eliminate this stuff. And I don't watch TV. And this is almost to my detriment now because... Um, I know that, uh, that my wife, Courtney would like to sit down and watch some TV shows from time to time. And, uh, we haven't done that in a while because I'm also, uh, have created this, uh, I don't know, I, I've, I've gotten in a situation where I really like going to bed early and getting up early. And so I don't have time to watch these TV shows. And I know so many people that do spend a lot of time watching TV. It's part of our culture. It, it has been for 50 years and now it's Netflix instead of whatever's being broadcast by the networks but you know i had someone uh, in the dad's group i'm in post i saw yesterday about hey you know um a, a struggle over an argument with his wife about what he's watching he had had just recently got into game of thrones and uh, was binge watching it and um it doesn't matter what the disagreement about was about but i what i challenged was why do you need to be watching this this is not productive use of your time So I know Game of Thrones is an incredibly popular show. I know that if I watched it, I would probably like it, and that's why I don't watch it. That's why I've never watched it, because I don't want to like it. I don't want to get into it. Because I know that if I get into it and I watch, I don't know how many seasons there have been, five seasons times, 20 shows, I I don't even know, know, 100 hours of that show, I don't really get much out of it. I get some entertainment, but it doesn't help me learn or grow. In the past, I might have said, oh, I need to watch that because everyone else is watching it and I'm big on networking and relationships. This helps me connect with others. And then I've realized that that's actually not true. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you get that moment when you you connect with someone else that like, oh, we both watch this show. But how much can you talk about that show, right, before you move on to something else? And how silly is it that, again, you're sitting around talking about what other people are doing or creating. It's just like talking about sports. I don't... I don't watch much sports anymore, so I don't end up talking sports much with people, and that's another one where you think this is the old school mentality. Well, you got to know what's going on in sports because that's how you bond with other guys at the office, even gals these days, right? Um, Is talking sports, but I don't really talk sports anymore. Like it doesn't, and and it hasn't hurt me in any way uh, in terms of networking, getting to know people, building relationships uh, at all, and. I do like to still have a cursory knowledge of what's going on. So, uh, you know, when the playoffs come up for a, a baseball or basketball or whatever, I will look into, you know, I'll, I'll just look up the standings real quick and say, okay, where are the teams? Who's in the playoffs? Just so I kind of know. And then when the Super Bowl comes around, I'll watch the Super Bowl. Um, college Football National Championship, I haven't really watched that for the last few years. Basketball tournament, I haven't watched it like I used to. Uh, I can just check the news and I know what's going on. And here's the thing, if you watch a three-hour playoff game or championship game and I don't and I wake up the next morning and I scan the article about the game for two minutes and I know exactly what happened and who won, is there really much difference between you and me in terms of the knowledge that we have? Not much. There really isn't much. Uh, I can still have that conversation uh, with someone at the water cooler the next day. Which, by the way, I don't work in an office or go to a water cooler, so it doesn't really matter to me. But the point is, I can still get that knowledge by checking the news the next day, and I don't have to watch the whole thing. Um, And almost the same thing could be said for TV shows. Now, I'm not saying that you should not watch TV or relax or have any type of leisure activities because I know that I'm a little more hyper-focused on this productivity thing, and people need to relax, they need to slack off a little bit from time to time, most people are not like me, and um, you want to have, you know, y- you want a little bit of rela- relaxation, but I would push you to say, be, you know, to, to be careful with how much time you're spending on that stuff, because our time, it is absolutely finite, and if I look at, I'm recording this today, by the way, I'm recording this on a Thursday From my hotel room in Copenhagen, Denmark, where I just finished a program here and I'm flying home later today. And I probably will watch a couple movies on the plane because i got nowhere else to be. And uh, I do like to do a lot of reading on those flights. Frankly, I can't find my Kindle, so I might not be reading today. Uh, But I do have my daily Stoic book and I read this every day. And I wanted to read this quote and explanation from Ryan Holiday because I think it's so important on this topic. So first the quote from Marcus Aurelius. You aren't bothered, are you, because you weigh a certain amount and not twice as much. So why get worked up that you've been given a certain lifespan and not more? Just as you are satisfied with your normal weight, so you should be with the time you've been given. That's from Marcus Aurelius. And uh, what Ryan Holiday adds to that is, They say age is just a number, but to some people it's a very important one. Otherwise, women wouldn't lie about being younger and ambitious young men wouldn't lie about being older. Rich people and health nuts spend billions of dollars in an effort to move the expiration date from around 78 years old to hopefully forever. The number of years we manage to eke out doesn't matter. Only what those years are composed of. Seneca put it best when he said, Life is long if you know how to use it. Sadly, most people don't. They waste the life they've been given. Only when it is too late do they try to compensate for the waste by vainly hoping to put more time on the clock. Use today, use every day. Make yourself satisfied with what you have been given. Wow. I just think, I don't know about you, but I think that's powerful. I think the ending there, make yourself satisfied with what you've been given is the thing that you need to think about. When I go back to my earlier question, are you using your time wisely? It goes to that, which is use the time wisely that you've been given. So at the end of the day, You can almost ask yourself, hey, I only have a certain number of days. I don't even know if I'll wake up tomorrow. Did I use today wisely? Am I happy with what I did today? And if you are consistently uh, either going to bed thinking, no, I'm not satisfied, or waking up thinking I'm not that excited about what I'm doing today, it might be time to make a change. Whether it's as a little thing like spending more time reading and less less time watching TV, or spending more time connecting with friends or your family, or making a big change like leaving your job, starting a business, changing businesses, changing jobs, changing careers. These are big things and they're not easy to do. I talk about them a lot. It's not so easy to just say, hey, I'm gonna quit this job and do something else. But it's definitely worth thinking about. If you're not satisfied with where you are, you're not fulfilled and you know, you're in your 30s or you're in your 40s, right? And you know that you've got time left probably, but you don't know how much. And you know that when you get to the end, you get to the end and you look back, there are certain things that you're probably going to regret. And none of those things are going to be, I wish I worked harder in the job that I don't care about. That's never going to happen, right? You're never going to regret not sending that email. You're never going to regret not getting that proposal in. You're going to regret not spending time with your loved ones. You're going to regret not following your dreams or your passions. You're going to regret being held back by fear, you're going to regret not pursuing the things that you thought about, that you dreamed about, that you fantasized about, but you were too scared to do because you thought people were going to judge you, you thought you might fail, and then people were going to judge you, and you just figured it probably wasn't going to work out. And I'm not telling you to run off and join the rodeo or become an actor or become a musician or something unrealistic if you happen to be a father with kids and a mortgage like me. But I'm telling you that if you don't take that chance now to change jobs or careers or you don't start spending your time on things that are going to move you forward, things that are going to help you learn and grow, things that are going to help you get better, things that are going to help you develop your brand or your business, and instead you're spending them on mindless activities that frankly you're not going to remember because I got to tell you, Well, I was going to say, you won't remember any of those shows or uh, sporting events that you watched. If you're like the way I used to be, and you're a big sports fan, then yeah, there's a chance you get to the end of your life and you remember the uh, 2018 Super Bowl or playoff game that your team lost. But will it really matter? Right? It's more important that you remember the time that you spent with your kids, their sporting events, right? The date that you had with your wife, the... um, important business trips where you bonded with colleagues and became friends with those colleagues, with your clients, with the people that you work with, and that you really had fun getting to know each other. That time that you had, you, you didn't go back to your room and watch a movie. Instead, you stayed at the bar with a colleague and you coached them and helped them deal with a marital issue. And yes, I'm saying that going out late and spending time at the bar with colleagues can be a good use of your time. I don't do it as much as I used to because I like to get a certain amount of sleep and get up early and hit the gym. But there are sacrifices there. I think that can be a good use of your time if you're building relationships with people, if you're using that time wisely, if you're having significant conversations, meaningful conversations. Those are the things that you're gonna remember and that will bring meaning and significance to your life. The books you read, the classes you take, the conversations you have, the things that you tried, the chances you took, you're going to remember those and you're going to look back and think, man, I'm glad I did those things. The time you didn't spend with your family, the sleep you missed out on because you were binge watching a show on Netflix or up late watching a baseball game that went 18 innings till four in the morning and you had to get up at seven in the morning the next day and trudge into work and didn't get shit done and weren't connected with your family you're either not going to remember that or you're going to regret it. You won't be glad. I'm just going to look back and say, man, I'm really glad that I spent an extra two hours, an extra 10 hours, an extra 100 hours watching TV or sports. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do those things. That It is not nice to sit back and relax every now and then and check out. Because I know some people need it. But I'm telling you that when you look back on your life and you think about the time, how you spent your time, You're going to wish you spent it more wisely. That's probably the biggest regret you're going to have. You're going to wish that you took more chances and went after the things that you want to do. And I have so many friends that are doing that now, which is why I surround myself with those people, because it inspires me to do more of that, to keep putting more content out there like this, to share more of my thoughts, to make more videos, to read more, to learn more, to grow more, to take more chances with my business and with my life And do I do enough? I don't know. I know there's more I could do. I know I'm not yet fulfilling my full potential. I probably never will, but I'm trying to get as close as I can. And I heard a quote a couple times. I saw it probably three times in a row on social media recently, which is that hell is getting to the end of your life and meeting the man or woman that you could have been. Meeting that person that fulfilled the true potential seeing what you could have become and how you wasted your time or you, seeing that you didn't become that person because you wasted your time watching Netflix <laughs> right or doing the other things or just you know because you didn't take chances right that could be agonizing right it's like meeting that that girl or gal, guy of your dreams and realizing they would have gone out with you if you just would have asked All you had to do was ask, but you didn't do it. You wouldn't take the chance. And life can be that way too. And there's still plenty of things that I want to do that I haven't taken the chance to do yet. And maybe I need to make a list of those. I need to follow my own advice and do that, right? And use my time wisely. All right, so those are my thoughts for today. Uh, I've got to get going because (laughs) I've got a plane to catch so that I can get back home and see my family and uh, try to use my time wisely and, and be present with them. And uh, I can promise you that I will be trying to stay present with them With this weekend. I will not be watching any sports. I can't think of any sports or TV that I'm looking forward to watching um, unless uh, it's a TV show with my wife that she wants to watch, and that, that be, then that becomes bonding time for us. That's why I said it's okay to watch TV every now and then. I'm not judging you, telling you you can't. What I'm telling you or I'm advising in this episode today is just to think about how you're spending your time. Are you spending your time wisely? Are you being productive? Are you doing things that you'll be glad you did? Or are you doing things that you're going to regret? Think about that more often and I think your life will be more productive and more satisfying. I hope this was helpful. I hope that you are planning to have a great day and week, wherever you are. Send me any feedback, thoughts, questions you have. Uh, As you know, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Please connect with me there. I'm very active on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me at Andy Storch, uh, anywhere you go. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. All right, take care.